0: And lovers of self therapy, what's up, everybody? Let me get into this real quick. Hey, 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 um, guys, this is self therapy. If you've never heard this before, this is where Anthony L. Happy sits down in the orange chair, breaks down life, and maybe you can relate, maybe you can't. Who knows? Let's find out. This is a journey. Let's do this, people. Wow, we've had an incredible couple weeks with the network. Uh, our listens have gone up like crazy, our downloads are insane. Um, I had this goal for this year. We're not going to make it, but we're going to be really close. Uh, and I'll I'll let you guys know in the new year what it is. But thank you so much. If you're new to the to the the feed, the Not After Thirty feed, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot, and I'm just happy to hear that we're having this great bounce back here. And that's probably f- from the hard work of one man who's not me. That is milky aka the milkman doing it the milky way milky cabrera milky's put on lots of podcast hours that boy's getting his reps in uh so i want to thank milk on um, on a whole because he's doing a lot of work he's uh one of one of the squirts in the mustard crew he's uh him and gooby take care of show us your tds he's actually he's my co-host on milk and cookies we have a good time and he's been doing a lot of work and i think it's his his Reach, which has given us that big boost. So thank you so much for having like just a great time. Uh, 2020 has been good to the podcast, and I hope it's been good to you. I don't want to ramble too much because I want to get into this this self-therapy episode, but uh, I just want to say thank you. 2020 uh, has been so crazy, so thank you for being part of uh, this for the ride. And 2021, who knows? I don't fucking know. So we'll figure it out. We'll go from there. Hope everyone is staying safe, doing well. This is self-therapy, the last one of 2020. I think we'll go from there. Ciao. Alright, y'all ready to do this? What's up, Nana Nation, and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast, but more precisely, welcome to Self Therapy. What's up, everybody? How is it going? It's Anthony L. happy recording live and direct from the new, new Billy Shears podcast, still and probably always in lovely Milton, Ontario. Hey guys, this is Self Therapy. Um, if I sound a little stuffy, my allergies are going crazy. I don't have COVID. Well, not that I know of, at least. Um, but I, I, I figured it was time to do another self-therapy. It had been so long between the last uh, last two. And the last one got a lot of nice feedback. And I appreciate that. So if you're listening and you gave feedback, thank you so much. It means a lot. And um, I love the interaction. This is kind of what the pod's all about, right? It's uh, creating conversation, um, indulging in a conversation. It's, it means a lot. So thank you for reaching out. Um, today, today, I had this epiphany in in the day, and it's you know we're a couple of days before Christmas. This will probably get released, maybe the week after Christmas. I don't know yet, but um, today I had this this moment of clarity. Uh, maybe that might be the wrong way to phrase it, but today. The word adapt came to mind and why would the word adapt come to mind? The way that I see it, the way that I see it in my, in my mind is that I've been, I've been forced to adapt. We've all been forced to adapt with the way that the world's changed over the last 10 months. Fair to say, I think everyone can agree with that. It's not like a huge uh hot take or anything like that, but we are we're all learning to adapt. But when does learning to adapt and the realization that you've adapt adapted, when does when does that conversation happen? Um so I think I think I had that realization today. Let me pull this. Uh, what does adapt mean? It's a verb to adjust. To a different condition, an environment, etc., to fit, to change, or modify to suit a new or different purpose. To adapt, uh, play for a movie, blah blah blah. So, I th- I think I think I d- I don't want to speak for anybody, but I'm sure you listening. The world's changed for you too, um, and for those who may be on a limb and trying this podcast for the first time. Self-therapy is exactly that. Self-therapy is just for me to sit down in front of the mic, dim the lights, maybe or maybe not enjoy some cannabis, and kind of just spill my heart about what's going on. And if it's relatable, great. And if it's entertaining, even better. And if it's a waste of your time, I'm sorry. Message me, and I will send you an apology. Okay, so with that being said, I had this realization today that I had adapted to what our new normal is. And I don't want to, this isn't like me being braggadocious and being like, hey, I, I finally adapted. It was more the realization, the light bulb that went off. And it all stemmed from a group chat that more or less had died more than a year ago. Um, a little small little background, and some of you guys may be listening, but. Uh, About three or four years ago, uh, closer to four years ago, uh, my wife and I, we were expecting our first child. We lived amongst other young, uh, almost families, or about to be families, and all of the neighbors, we all got along really well. It was a great little community, just like a small townhouse complex, and we all kind of were in the same position. We were all newlyweds or soon-to-be-weds or long-term relationships. All around the same age group, and we all we're all we ta- were all taking the next step, all that that leap together, and we called ourselves the Bronte Street Bruisers, and we were we lived off Bronte Street, which we still do, and that doesn't really matter, but that's just where the name came from, and we were all we were all kind of in the same position, and we we had a group chat going, and every couple of days or so you'd, you'd see a message pop up being like hey we're meeting in so-and-so's backyard to have some drinks let's go let's have a great time and everyone would just conjure, conjugate there and everything would be great and uh, we got th- I got a message today from that group chat and the someone who organized it had changed the name and they're just like reaching out and just saying hey hope everyone's doing well lockdown number two is gonna suck hope everyone's doing okay and it was such a nice thing and we we're all kind of giving up little life updates. Even though we're all in our social media circles, it was nice to kind of actually have that interaction with friends. And, um, and one of the things that I said is, Brittany and I, my wife and I, we have done a complete role reversal where before I'd work as many hours as needed to pay bills and pay for, the, pay for everything. And so she obviously didn't feel obligated to being a, being a new mother to rush back to work or anything like that. And also, you know, like, I like to work. I like to like what I do. So I would work a lot of hours to obviously make as much money as possible. And I I wrote in this thing, I said, we've actually had a role reversal. So Britt's working day and night, literally working day and night. Um, And I'm at home with, I'm the primary caregiver for our children. And it's a total role reversal. And it was weird thinking that, but not saying it out loud. But then writing it and and then seeing the reaction that I was getting from our friends, which was all very positive and nice. But it was it was just kind of one of these weird moments where I'm like, oh, this is my new normal. This is this is now day in, day out. This is what I'm this is my life, at least for the next 28 days. It had been for the previous 28 days. And I mean, we all had the we all had the same lockdown three, uh, what was it? I don't know. Four or five months ago for three months. So it was, it was quite, it was quite weird. And then I started thinking about like, you know, like humans are good at adapting, like whatever situation we're in, we're good at adapting. And I started applying that idea to myself. I, am I adapting well in this situation? And for what it's worth, the first two, three weeks of the, oh, it's so weird. Part one of lockdown number two, the, the region that I live in, or sort of the region that I work in was locked out, was locked down. It is Peel, if you guys know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Peel was locked down way before what is now happening for most of uh, southern Ontario. So the first part of that, first two and a half, three weeks, I was a bit of a grump, I wasn't happy, I, I was super bitter, and I I would obviously try my best not to take it out on family, on my, on my toddlers, and that's not fair to them, tried hard not to take it out on my wife, um, and I'd just try to kind of like bury it, <laughs> bury it in my body, and not have to worry about it, because it wasn't, it was a situation that was out of my hands, but affected me 100%, so, I mean, I was a little grumpy, I, I did enjoy the time off, it was nice. But the fear of losing the business, the fear of losing clientele, all that stuff really bothered me. And I'm sure, I'm sure all that stuff would be fine. But, you know, now we're getting to a point where we're like, okay, another month of lockdown. So I had this realization that I need to be better. Not I not say we need to be better, but I need to be, I need to be a better human. I need to adapt to my situation in a more present way, I guess that's what I mean. And what that what that really means is, I I need to I need to embrace this primary caregiver label better than I am. And I know I know that this feeling stems from just oh, it's, it's going to sound so sexist, but it's not. I don't know. Maybe it is. Sex, maybe it isn't. But you be the judge. My wife and I, before we even had kids, she made it clear that she's over the moon, excited about being a mother. And I had, I had this running gag that I wasn't interested in having kids. Of course I wanted kids. Of course I wanted to be a father, especially now that I've experienced it. I know how, how joyous it is. But at the time, I had this running gag. And it was just, it was just a, like a comedy deflection to get out of a, having a serious conversation. And so that's what happened. So we so I would laugh it off, shrug it off, and then she really wanted the idea of to be at home with the kids, especially in their formative years. And as long as we could afford to do it, she wanted to do it. Now, by no means are we living the rich, the life of the rich and the famous, but we're okay. And what that allowed her to do was for the first 3 years of us having kids, so the first 3 years of my oldest daughter's life and Almost two years of my second daughter's life. She was at home with the girls, twenty-four-seven. I'd go to work. I'd work long hours. I'd come home. I'd spend maybe three hours in the morning with the girls before I went to work, and by the time I got home, they were already in bed. And that was kind of this unwritten agreement that we had with each other. And I was I was on board for it. I I totally dug that because. Uh, being a part-time dad is easy. I, that, that's, a, that's not what I mean. But I mean, only dealing with my kids on my days off and a couple hours in the morning isn't that big of a deal. And when I think back when I was younger, now I grew up in the 80s, not a big deal. Still the modern world. But my father worked all the time, starting a business, maintaining a business, growing a business. I don't remember him. He definitely wasn't there in the mornings. He was already off at work. I I only saw him once in a while in the evenings, uh, and then I'd only see him one day on the weekend, on the, on a Sunday, just because the nature of his business kept him kept him there from not basically nine o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night, and then he had his day off on Tuesday and a day off on Sunday, and maybe I'd see him on on one of those days. It was never that big of a deal. Like it never registered in my mind. Like I never saw my dad. It wasn't the because my dad was always a great dad, always very caring. Um, you know, of of course, like I think most most parents, um, you know, when life kind of kicks you in the face, you know, you you can be, that can trickle, and you know, in, I think self help and and self realization wasn't as big as in the eighties as it is today, uh, and you know, nor could it be, but, I think it was, I never thought of my dad not being around, um, so, when I saw what I was doing with my girls, which was. Waking up with them, getting them going, making them breakfast, getting them on their day. I never thought of that as being, like, minimal. And my wife's like, oh, you never deal with the kids when they're difficult. You deal with them when they wake up and they're nice and they're happy, they're excited to see you. But you don't have to deal with them, blah, 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 with this. I'm like, I get it, but there's nothing I can do about that. But now I'm realizing those things. My wife works from home, so she can hear what's going on, but she can't really engage. And I'm sure that gets her. Um... But, you know, like I'm starting now to realize all the kicks in the faces that she was dealing with, Um, especially when they were younger. I mean, now they can kind of communicate with me. So that's always nice. I guess it's nice. Sometimes it isn't. But um, it's just it's just one of those things that kind of like I guess the realization was just a little bit more. um, It popped a little bit more. It was a little bit more of a noticeable thing. Uh, Excuse me. Um, Yeah. So. Um, I think, I think the idea of learning to adapt to, to the, what my new role is, um, I have a very small toe in the water with still things back at work. I I have, you know, just a little bit of things here and there. So that the demand for me isn't there. Demand is definitely for me to be at home and, and doing the best I can with these girls. I mean, they're, they're eager, they're young, they're fucking smart. They're way smarter than I am. And so I just, I'm trying to be, uh, I'm trying to be that for them. But I, I also feel ill-prepared. The reason why I feel ill-prepared is because in the back of my mind, I was always going to be at work making money to support the family. And in my mind, my wife was always going to be at home supporting the family at home, being, you know, the homemaker, home engineer, whatever you want to call them, um, and taking care of the kids. And so I got thrown this curveball, which so many other people in the world did, and probably worse than I did. I got thrown this curveball where I was now to be in a job I wasn't prepared for. I mean, obviously a job I embrace, but... And I hate I hate calling it a job. It's not a job. It's It's my responsibility. I had these kids, so... But my new role as primary caregiver was more difficult than I expected and I didn't feel like I was equipped enough to 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 be to be this person it just seemed too crazy at the time like for me it's just like man I would love to have this time with these girls but I've been working all the time because we have these great little moments but then on the same on the same token now that I'm in that role I'm like fuck what I wouldn't give just to be lost in my work for like four or five hours and come out feeling accomplished, feeling like I've done something and, and having the the gratitude that comes with my line of work. And I, I cause kids like whatever they're not, they're thankful, but they're not like appreciative. They're just like, dad, can I have a snack? Sure. What would you like? Would you like a cheese string or would you like these um, carrots? I want a cheese string. Cool. Thanks dad. And then they're gone. Like that, it's not the same gratification as being, dealing with a client hands-on and really wowing them and showing them that finished product and then being so amazed that that might, it just makes my heart glow. It makes me love what I do. Of course, a monetary, the monetary uh, reward is is fantastic, but that's not what I'm talking about. Like the, the soul-touching stuff, the stuff that makes you feel good about what you're doing. Giving my kid a cheese string or, or, or some baby carrots is like okay. They need some nourishment. And they're hungry. They want to chew on. Here, take this, and then they're gone, and then they don't care. It's like no, like it's it's like a non transaction. And I don't know. There's other. There's there's different things, of course. There's different things. There's them saying thank you, giving me a big hug. I, my my kid out of nowhere the other day was like, "Dad, are you happy?" And I looked at her and like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, honey, I'm happy." Like it, I. I it caught me, me blindsided. but it was like one of those things where it's like, how is this little person that aware, or am I giving off that bad vibe? Like, what what is going on right now? So, just to backtrack a bit, the adaptation, I wasn't ready for it, obviously, but I'm trying now. Like, now I'm more conscious of it, so I'm trying more now. So, I'm doing things. I'm more active. I mean, we're a couple of days away from Christmas. It's it's weird. It's it it it, it feels so weird. I feel at, up to today, I felt lost. I felt like I was just getting just doing enough to get by. My routine was: make sure the kids don't die, make sure nothing bad happens to them, make sure they eat and they're clean, make sure the house is still standing, make sure that the wife is fed, and like and 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 then like put them to bed have a couple drinks or catch a little buzz and then see where the night takes me. I might pass out. I might get balls deep into a documentary. Documentary? Wow. Documentary? Wow, that was hard. Um, You know, like, and, and that, that, that was a routine. And then the realization, it hit me today. It hit me today and it was like, shit. I haven't done a great job adapting to where I need to be. And I one day i'm going to have to adapt backwards right i'm going to have to go back to where i was which i'm excited for but the point is right now i'm making a conscious effort to adapt to my environment and be a better person in that environment to be a better human do a better job adapting and going from there <sighs> woo that was a fucking bender Um, I'm going to cut this off here, guys. Thank you so much for going down this journey with me. I don't know where this is going to go, but especially right now, right now, where it's hard to record with people. Technology has been no fun. We've been, we've been slagged by so many different things. Um, I can't do what I really love, which is this. I really love podcasting. I love putting my thoughts out there. I love putting the voice out there. And I haven't been able to do it, and it's it's been affecting me. I haven't been able to do my my nine to five job, that's been affecting me. I'm getting tons of family time, and that's that's also affecting me, but in a good way, somewhat. Um, so listen, if you, if if you got if you if you have something you need to express, I want to leave this platform open. Um, I don't know how exactly, but maybe we can figure it out. If you guys want to come on the podcast, if you guys want to just give some feedback if you guys want to be part a touch touch somebody's eardrum i'm on board because at the end of the day i'm thankful for you listening to this i hope you guys are thankful for me putting this out i hope this is this is like a, a beautiful communion where if it was something that you got out of this or a listen that you enjoyed let me know say what's up give me a high five um yeah and with that being said your session is over self pair self therapy out for now um we got a lot coming up on the on the on the feed we got a lot lot going on the boys from mustard are tearing it up show us your tds is tearing it up uh the owl will be here i think before the season ends this the year ends but i'm sure i spoke about all this already in the intro so uh thank you thank you for checking in and uh Be safe. Don't be sorry. 2020 is almost over. Be good. Be a good human being. And remember, adapt where you can.